tonight? Without a doubt, we are living in uncertain times. Coming up on Encouragement Live, Brad Smithart of the Master Life Coach Training Institute talks about how we can embrace uncertainty. Practical insights on Encouragement Live. Welcome to Encouragement Live, providing biblically-based encouragement and insight on a wide range of practical life issues. Now here's your host, Don Hawkins, author of Master Discipleship Today. Thank you, Steve. And friend, it's great to have you with us. Thank you for joining us as live from studios at First Baptist Church of Fate, Texas, Encouragement Communications presents Encouragement Live. Our mission is to provide biblically-based encouragement and insight on a wide range of topics. And I'm glad you've chosen to take the time to listen to us because without a doubt, we've never had a year quite like 2020. Brad Smithart is with me tonight. He is the Vice President for Creative Solutions of the Master Life Coach Training Institute, a good friend. And uh, Brad, 2020 was a year of uncertainty, uh, but haven't we passed the time of uncertainty? Haven't we reached 2021 in which uncertainty is now a thing of the past? You know, uh, 2020 was definitely uh, unique as far as the type of uncertainty that we faced. But the fact is, we've always lived in uncertain times, Uh. and uncertainty is going to continue. And that's the reality of life tonight. If you'd like to give us a call and talk about the uncertainties, and probably there are a multitude of them. We've been discussing some of them here in the studio before we went on the air. Our number is 855-586-LIFE. That's 855-586-5433. Now, Brad, this particular topic has been one that's uh, been intriguing for you, I know, because we've discussed this before on the program. And obviously, it's a, a topic that every one of us has to face because life in reality is uncertain. Talk about your own journey in this area of uncertainty. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I'm, I'm excited uh, tonight because it seems like that I'm still every day learning something new. And, and today, uh, even you know, just in preparing for our program tonight, uh, I uh, learned something new. And so my focus tonight is, is, I think, a lot on hope. I've been thinking about hope a lot. You know, you said we talked about uncertainty before. And I've mentioned that, in my opinion, uh, the root of true faith, true love, and true hope comes in uncertainty. Uh, and, you know, I had to face uncertainty uh, in, in my life, and, uh, and so I think those things are, are important, but hope is, is definitely something that's been on my mind. And Brad, I'm glad you brought that up. There's a passage in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, about verse 14, where we find what, in my opinion, is the best definition of hope. It's an absolute certainty about the future. We will ultimately, if we have our faith in Christ, be in the presence of the Lord, but it's based on an absolute certainty from the past, and that is that our Savior, Jesus Christ, arose from the dead, uh, died on the cross to pay for our sins, but having risen from the dead, was seen of eyewitnesses. And, and that kind of hope is certainly different from the I hope so hope of the world, isn't it? Absolutely. You know, uh, Paul says in Romans that hope that is seen is not hope. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if we hope for what is not seen, then we are patient in waiting for it. Uh, 
And when you tie that with 1 Corinthians chapter 13, right before the passage that you're talking about, it says that three things remain, faith, hope, and love. And so it's really interesting to me when, when you start looking at hope that you begin to realize that hope is something that is ongoing. It's something that it says it will remain. And, and I started thinking, we're going to be in heaven and we're going to have all of the things that God gives us. And yet we're still going to have hope. God has so much to give us that throughout eternity, he will, there will always be something for us to look forward to. Yeah. I mean, isn't that an amazing picture of heaven? It is. That we will always have something that God has that's better for us that we can look forward to because God is so infinitely good for us. What a great thought for us to go to our break on the toll-free number 855-586-LIFE. Brad Smithart is with me and we'll welcome your phone calls as we continue with Encouragement Live. Are you hungry to help hurting people but not sure how you can? The Master Life Coach Training Institute can help. We're providing basic online training in a community of faith-based coaches that can provide you with the skills to help others move beyond their challenges and struggles in this most difficult time. Check out our 14-week training program at masterlifecoach.org. That's masterlifecoach.org. The focus is Jesus. The message is the gospel. The task is the Great Commission. Global Advance founder Dr. David Shibley on the focus of his worldwide ministry. Prayer is more important than ever before. These men live in danger, and our teams that go to minister to them are increasingly in danger. To learn more about empowering frontline leaders worldwide, visit globaladvance.org. That's globaladvance.org. Tonight, we're so glad you've joined us for Encouragement Live. I'm Don Hawkins. Brad Smithart is with me. Brad is the Vice President for Creative Solutions at the Master Life Coach Training Institute. And by the way, you can learn more about life coaching from a Christian perspective and even get involved in the training at masterlifecoach.org. Again, that's masterlifecoach.org. Brad, you made the reference to the fact that because of hope, uh, we'll continue to be learning the whole time we're in heaven. And I thought about the last stanza, the last line of Amazing Grace. When we've been there 10,000 years, bright shining as the sun, we've no less days to sing God's praise than when we first begun. I think there's a connection between that and your thought. I, I absolutely love it. And, you know, Don, you made another really important point, which is that embracing uncertainty is not about disregarding truth. The fact is that we believe that there is truth. Embracing uncertainty is really talking about our limitation and our ability to see all of the truth, that only God really sees everything, yeah. and then he shows us his truth. And so, you know, that's an important thing. Uh, you know, the, the book of 1 John uh, is the, the number of times that the word gnosis or, or no shows yeah. up in there. I mean, you may know the number. Uh, but yeah, it, I didn't know the number, but I've forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, I, I, I'm uncertain get, as to what it is. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I would I would recommend you know that that anybody read that. Those were counted. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, th there are so many things that, that the Bible yeah. tells us we can know, we yeah. can be assured, yeah. and it even tells us how that we can have that assurance. And so you know that that's fantastic. But 
uh, too often we let our own certainty and we put our faith in what we may think is the scripture or in Christ or in God, but instead we're really trusting other people or our own understanding. And, you know, as you know, the, the Proverbs, uh, in the Proverbs, it says, uh, trust in the Lord with all your heart mm-hmm. and lean not on your own understanding, that we, yeah. we have to follow him, uh, submit to him in all of his ways, and then he will direct our path. And that's the element of uncertainty of life, of trusting the Lord, uncertainty from our perspective. But again, I love the contrast, Brad, that you've drawn between the uncertainty of life that we all experience and how we can embrace uncertainty because there are absolutes that are certain, such as our hope in Jesus Christ, our faith in Jesus Christ, and our love, which leads me back to 1 Corinthians 13. I know for you this has been a a core passage as you've developed this idea of embracing uncertainty. Yeah, you know, we often think of 1 Corinthians 13 as being the love chapter. Right. Uh, but it, it talks about a lot more, and it creates a lot of context. Uh, in the same way, Hebrews chapter 11 is well known as... The faith chapter. The faith chapter. Yeah. But if you look at both of those, I, I would call either one of those the uncertainty chapter because they really do emphasize the fact that we have to have our faith and our hope and our love centered on what God knows, not on what we know. And just to add one more passage to that, we often think of 1 Corinthians 15 as the hope chapter, and yet it's filled with a lot of uncertainty as well. Yeah, absolutely so. So, I mean, let me just read a a couple of the the verses here. I just want to pick a few things from Hebrews 11. Okay. Now, we know that... I guess you'll get to save that thought because we're coming up on a break, and you and I both know what the music means. Absolutely. The number is 855-586-LIFE. We'll be right back with that passage. During the COVID-19 crisis, many people feel the need for a Christian counselor. Faithful Counseling is a solution, providing secure online video or telephone counseling from a Christian perspective. The service is available for clients worldwide, and you can log into your account anytime and send a message to your counselor. Financial aid is available, and listeners get 10% off your first month at MyFaithfulCounsel.com. With Original Medicare, you don't have a network. You can go to every hospital and doctor nationwide that is accepting Original Medicare. Medicare can be so confusing. And Tony King says, with Medicare, what you don't know will hurt you. Medicare Part C is Medicare Advantage plans. That's your HMOs, your PPOs. Medicare Part D is your prescription drug plan. No one wants a penalty. Nobody wants to have to pay more than they have to pay. You've got to know how these work, and that's what we explain. Tony King has spent over 27 years as a leader in the Medicare field. And when they get on Medicare, they're just bombarded with all sorts of mail, and they don't know what is the right thing to do, how do I enroll, what is the donut hole, and they get fearful. You can learn more or find out about Tony's next Zoom conference at TonySays.com. That's T-O-N-I-S-A-Y-S. When you need to consider independent or assisted living or memory care for a parent or spouse, Restoration Senior Living provides a distinctively Christian setting with the most stringent quality care. Restoration's innovative program addresses the medical, emotional, and spiritual dimensions, leading to an enhanced quality of life. 
You can learn more at restorationsl.com. That's restorationsl.com. Welcome back to Encouragement Live, our toll-free number. If you're on the line, stay on the line. If you'd like to dial in, the number is 855-586-LIFE. That's 855-586-5433. As we were headed to break, Brad Smithart, the Vice President for Creative Solutions for the Master Life Coach Training Institute, was about to walk us into Hebrews chapter 11, tying faith together with hope. Brad? Yeah, you know, Don, we could probably sit here on the radio and just read Scripture uh, for an hour. We could. And, and I believe that the Lord would bless the listeners through that. I'm confident of mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, but I'm going to just read just a, a sampling. And once again, I always recommend, you know, read these entire chapters. Read uh, these mm-hmm. things for, for yourself because we just don't have time to do all the reading that we love to do. Yeah, and, uh, and you. you can take those hours. In fact, you yeah. could take a couple of hours after the show, read Hebrews 11, 1 Corinthians 13, 1 Corinthians 15, mm-hmm. and, and you'd be greatly encouraged. Absolutely. So, uh, of course, one of the most uh, famous verses on faith, uh, Hebrews 11.1 1 says, Now faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about we, what we do not see. So once again, you see that that uncertainty, that we don't see mm-hmm. it, it's not something yeah. that, that's there. Uh, in uh, verse 7, it says, By faith Noah, when warned about things not yet seen, mm. in holy fear built an ark to save his family. Uh, In verse 8, by faith Abraham, when called to go to a place he would later receive as his inheritance, he obeyed and went even though he did not know where he was going. Boy, there's a lot of uncertainty in those verses. It had never rained when Noah started building this boat. His neighbors must have laughed him to scorn. Abraham, uh, I'm sure his family told him he was out of his mind to be heading, packing up his camel and heading out across the desert. So, you know, a lot of uncertainty, Brad. Yeah, yeah. What do you mean? Water's going to come out of the sky and yeah. drown us all? How yeah, could that you know, happen? What, what, yeah. What's going on in, in your brain? Uh, verse 13, all these people, and once again, this is the roll call of faith that we know from right. the, this entire chapter. All these people were still living by faith when they died. They did not receive the things promised. They only saw them and welcomed them from a distance, admitting that they were foreigners and strangers on earth. They were looking forward, even though they are our heroes, our heroes of faith, they did not receive the promise of Christ in their time. Wonder, friend, if there's some uncertainty in your life, something you've been looking forward to and and it hasn't happened and you're concerned about it. Maybe it's an illness in the family, someone struggling with the coronavirus, and you'd like to talk with us about it. Brad and I would be glad to encourage you to pray with you. Our toll-free number is 855-586-LIFE. That's 855 855- Five eight six five four three three, uh, Brad. Another connection that you draw with this topic of embracing uncertainty is embracing humility. How does that fit in? Yeah. So when when we look at what Paul says in First uh, Corinthians thirteen, he says that that when we are looking, we see as in a mirror darkly, right? We have a, right. a bad mirror. Uh, sometimes uh, some translations will say glass, but during Paul's time, they didn't yeah. really have glass as we right. know it. And the mirrors that they had 
which typically we use silvered glass to create mirrors, sure. were just polished metal. And so they weren't the quality. I mean, the best you're looking for is maybe something like chrome, which, you know, we have very good technology for creating uh, chrome and you can get a good reflection, but there's always that distortion. And, and Paul says, we... He doesn't say you out, right. out there. He yep. includes himself in this, a, yep. a person who knew Christ, uh, you know, met him uh, in his resurrected body, uh, who had uh, seen heaven, uh, who uh, was inspired to write uh, uh, basically a, yep. almost half of yep. the New Testament. Yeah, at least or right at half of the New yep. Testament, yeah. Uh, and it, yet he includes himself in this where he says that what we see right now is imperfect, and when the perfect has come— then everything that we know, it's so bad, we're just going to throw it away. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right? Absolutely. And when we think about that, it, it brings us to the reality again of those next verses. Faith abides, hope abides, love abides. It is interesting. He said the greatest of these is love. And I think there's an element, Brad, of humility in love because the way Paul defines love, it, it suffers long, it's kind, it doesn't push itself. It essentially does what he talked about in Philippians chapter 2. It esteems others better than ourselves. We love somebody. We're humble enough to put their interest above our own. And, and I think that's a real important element that you bring out as you talk about embracing uncertainty. Yeah, you're exactly right. You know, love hopes all things and believes all things. It gives people the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. And that's part of that definition of love is that instead of saying, I'm right, and just assuming the worst about people, it says that love never fails. It always puts the best uh, view on it. And like you said, always prefers others ahead of ourselves, yeah. uh, especially in the body of the church. And unfortunately, you know, we see a lot of division in the church, uh, but especially in the church, we are told that we should always expect and believe the best uh, about yeah. others. And sometimes that uncertainty can be, excuse me, in those relationships that we have. And because, you know, sometimes love is not reciprocated, yet we're still supposed to love. Absolutely. And, and when we look at that picture of a mirror, and if we look at the Word of God as a mirror, then, you know, what is the purpose of a mirror? You know, when it says that we see in a glass darkly, yeah. typically when we're looking in a mirror, uh, what are we looking at? You know, it, it's not, we don't use a mirror to see the world around us. Typically, we use a mirror to look at ourselves. Yeah. And it's interesting that James chapter 1 uses the analogy of looking into the mirror of the Word of God, which tells us what we're really like. You know, uh, it's easy for us to think, you know, I'm really not that bad a guy. I'm, yeah, I'm a pretty good person. And yet the Scripture puts its finger on things in our lives that we may not be comfortable about, which may lead us to some feelings of uncertainty. But again, we come back to the fact that God's Word uh, can actually give us as we obey it, as we're doers and not hearers of the word, uh, it gives us that opportunity to move from uncertainty in some areas to more certainty. Yeah, you know, God doesn't give us the uh, responsibility to fix other people. In fact, we can't <clears throat> fix other people. Right. Uh, everything that, that Jesus talks about, everything that the Bible talks about, really is about us examining ourselves and doing the right thing and sharing God's love and sharing the good news about what He's done and about His love with other people. And that's the one certain thing we want to share with you tonight, friend. If you are uncertain about your relationship with Jesus Christ, Brad and I would love to talk with you about how you can be absolutely sure. Our number to call is 844-843-9673. 844-843-9673. 
855-586-LIFE. That's 855-586-5433. Amy is our first caller tonight. Amy, thank you for calling us. Go ahead. You're on the air. Yes. Hello. I hope you are having a great night tonight. And we'd like to talk to our listeners, and we want them to know that we are here for them this whole year of 2021, and that we'd like them to call in, that we could maybe encourage them tonight if they're going through uncertain times. And that we just really want them to know that all our listeners, you are worthy to us. Well, that's great to hear from you, Amy. And Brad, uh, I know you and I both are acquainted with Amy and her work as a Christian life coach. And and that's a big part of what uh, a faith-based life coach does is provide somebody with some answers when they're still uh, dealing with uncertainty. Yeah, you know, when, when we talk about in our uh, life coach training uh, about the six essential elements of discipleship, which we believe uh, drive the way that we actually do our coaching, uh, encouragement is one of those six essential elements. Mm-hmm. And of course, it's the, the title that, uh, that you've chosen for uh, you know, our weekly radio broadcast, because it is so important to what we want to do. And people need encouragement today. And, and as Amy said, you know, that's why we're here. That's why we're doing this is because we want people to know that there is hope. And Amy, you've come to experience that hope and, and God has helped you through some uncertain times as well, right? Yes, sir. He sure has. He's been so good to me. And I, if the listeners could just understand that we're here for them, if you'll just call in and let us pray with you and encourage you. And, and it's a great message tonight. Well, we appreciate, good message. appreciate you. your, your kind words. Brad, would you lead us in prayer on behalf of Amy and our other coaches? I know you work with them in the training process. Heavenly Father, we just thank you so much for the the work that these coaches do, Lord, for the fact that they've been willing to put in the time and and learn really how to be better disciples, Lord, how to take your word and your love uh, out to those around them, uh, Lord, to help those and and to provide hope for those who often don't have hope. Lord, I just uh, know that you have blessed us through them and that you would just continue to bless others through the ministry that they've done. And I just pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And friend, if you'd like to call in, the toll-free number is 855-586-LIFE. That's 855-586-5433. Amy, we appreciate hearing from you tonight. And Brad, uh, maybe you could talk a little bit about uh, the nature of coaching and even the difference between, for example, a coach and a counselor. Yeah, you know, I think a lot of times uh, when people think about coaching, they feel like, you know, I I don't need a coach. Uh, You know, I don't have uh, all of these mental or emotional problems or uh, I would be embarrassed to do this or, you know, I don't want somebody, you know, coming in and trying to, uh, you know, change me or have me, you know, do certain things. And none of those things uh, really have anything to do with what a coach actually does. Uh, A coach is really somebody who comes alongside as a partner, they're not a leader, they're not a follower, but they're literally somebody who stands side by side with you and provides support while you are able to kind of yeah. work through and, and figure out your own things. And most of the time we do that by just asking questions. We call them cultivating questions because mm-hmm. they they kind of break up the hardness of your heart and they yeah. allow you to kind of breathe and, and they open up your spirit and your emotions and give you an opportunity to, to really explore and learn those things that, that deep inside you already know, 
And then it also gives an opportunity uh, for, and and we do this in Christian life coaching. We trust the Holy Spirit to work through and to give you the wisdom uh, to work through those problems. And along with those cultivating questions, life coaches listen. Christian life coaches, uh, James said we have, uh, we're to be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to anger. God gave us two ears, one mouth. So we, we really zero in on listening. And friend, tonight, if you're listening to us, maybe you listened to Amy and said, I'd like to learn more about that. Masterlifecoach.org is a great place to go where you will be able to find out about the current level of training that we have available through the Master Life Coach Training Institute. And Brad and I and our friend Rodney Love and and actually everybody who's involved in this program, uh, Brad is involved in some degree with the Master Life Coach Training Institute. Absolutely. And so we'd love to hear, you know, what's making, what uncertainty is in your life, uh, you know, what's making you uh, feel uncomfortable or uh, the things that are affecting you. So, uh, you know, uh, there we have our own list. Don and I have talked a little bit about those things. So give us a call at 855-586-LIFE. We'll talk with you. We'll pray with you. Again, 855-586-5433. I think fear is part of the situation today. Dr. Tom Schof of the Hope Speaks Clinic. A change in mood for the worse, meaning sad or low, often there's low self-esteem. It could be fatigue, change in energy, change in sleep pattern or sleep quality, change in appetite, potential change in concentration for the worse. To schedule a Zoom appointment with one of the Hope Speaks Christian professionals, you may call 972-669-1733. That's 972-669-1733. If you've sensed God's call in your life to provide direction and encouragement to others, Christian Life Coaching may be just the tool for you. The Master Life Coach Training Institute has developed an online training program that provides a solid biblical and practical foundation with 14 fundamental coaching skills. Learn more at masterlifecoach.org. That's masterlifecoach.org. Life Coaching, a tool for making a difference. When you need to consider independent or assisted living or memory care for a parent or spouse, Restoration Senior Living provides a distinctively Christian setting with the most stringent quality care. Restoration's innovative program addresses the medical, emotional, and spiritual dimensions, leading to an enhanced quality of life. You can learn more at restorationsl.com. That's RestorationSL.com. Medicare can be so confusing. And Tony King says, with Medicare, what you don't know will hurt you. Tony King has spent over 27 years as a leader in the Medicare field. Her book, Medicare Survival Guide, can guide you through the Medicare maze. You can learn more or find out about Tony's next Zoom conference at TonySays.com. That's T-O-N-I-S-A-Y-S dot com. Welcome back to Encouragement Live. Our toll-free number is 855-586-LIFE. Here again is your host, Don Hawkins, author of Master Discipleship Today. And tonight, we're delighted to have Brad Smithart with us. Brad is the Vice President for Creative Solutions at the Master Life Coach Training Institute, is actively involved 
in training faith-based life coaches. You learn more at masterlifecoach.org. Our toll-free number, as Steve mentioned, 855-586-LIFE. Let's uh, go back to the phones and talk with Imogene. Imogene in Maryland, good to hear from you tonight. You're on the air with us. Go ahead. Yes. Um, good evening. I uh, Just a question I have. I, I listen to family radio on 1560 AM, and I was by someone this evening that that station is going to um, discontinue. Is that true? Okay, I'm sorry that we can't answer that question uh, because I'm uncertain about the nature of uh, 1560. I do know Family Radio has a station in your area. Uh, We're on American Uh Family Radio, and they have a station that you're obviously listening to because you called us tonight. And uh, I uh, do not have any understanding that that station may be going off the air, going dark or changing format or anything. Uh, What I would encourage you to do is probably on Monday, uh, track down the office of that station, the network they're connected with, and give them a call and check that out. Let them know you want to continue. Do you have that number? I'm sorry, I do not have that number. Uh, We're we're on the American Family Radio Network. Let me give you their web address. It is AFR.net. That's AFR.net. AFR.net. And and what you can do is look on there and find out what station you are in the coverage area for. And I can assure you, if you continue listening to AFR, you'll get a lot of good, solid biblical programming and talk programming uh, that will encourage you along the way. And uh, Brad, maybe you have some thoughts to share with Imogene. Uh, Since she did call in tonight, uh, we want to share some encouragement with you, Imogene. Go ahead, Brad. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, it's great that we do have these stations that are available, uh, you know, that we are able to get the Word of God out. And, uh, you know, I'm very thankful that we do live in a country where we still have uh, the ability to do that. And so, uh, as Don said, you know, if one of these stations goes down, uh, then there's always another place, thankfully, uh, where we can go. And, and of course, yeah. we're big uh, big supporters of the local church. Yes. And, and so, you know, finding a good church is, is another thing that, that we always encourage. Uh, once again, the, the Lord has really blessed this nation. And, you know, I, I pray that we, uh, you know, continue as Christians uh, to uh, follow him and, and, you know, give honor to him. So, Imogene, do you have any prayer requests? Because I want us to pray for you tonight. Anything specifically that we can pray for that you uh, would perhaps have some uncertainty about in your life? Well, right now, I'm, <laughs> I, can't, I cannot pinpoint anything because God has been good to me, and I trust yeah. Him with all my heart. I'm so Never thankful. Never doubt Him for yeah. a moment. Amen. Well, let me pray. Father, thank you so much for Imogene, for her confident faith in you, Lord, we live in uncertain times, but how great it is when one of your servants like Imogene can have the certainty, the trust, the faith, the hope, the love that you've given to her. And I pray your blessing for health, for strength, for encouragement. Lord, continue to use her to encourage others, I pray for Jesus' sake. Amen. Imogene, we appreciate your call. God bless. You're welcome. Thank you. Bye-bye. 
The toll-free number is 855-586-5433. And we'll talk next with Penny calling in from North Carolina. Good evening, Penny. You're on the air with us. Go ahead. Thank you. First of all, I want to compliment you on the title of the program, How We Can Embrace Uncertainty, because I think we uncertainty itself has such a negative connotation. And yet when you think of embracing, it's nothing tentative. It's, it's arms outstretched and pulling something to yourself in, in a, a positive way. And everything that, that Brad has shared tonight has just really blessed my heart. Because yeah. Coming from that perspective, um, I was telling the call screener that it, it really made me think about um, – rejoicing with what my own um, parents are experiencing. They are both in heaven with the Lord. I especially love the part about saying that we'll always have something new um, to, to, to learn and to experience because of God being so infinite. And um, I think about as, as my parents were in their later years and my dad's, um, you know, memory was... The short-term memory was not so great, you know? Right. <laughs> the long-term memory was wonderful, and he, he could tell us great stories. Yes. Um, but my mother would say, I don't know why. He sits there and reads books all the time. He can't remember what he's read. <laughs> said, but, Mom, when he's doing it right now, he's so engaged in it. He's in the moment. It's so precious to him. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. And so to think of them, they were both educators and lovers of the Word of God and and fascinated to, to learn new things. And so to think of them instead of um, our little um, childhood images of uh, sitting around on a cloud drumming a little harp, you know, <laughs> um, that they they are actively being, you know, stimulated with, with, with the mind and spirit that God created them with. And Penny, you've brought up something I think is so important. And by the way, uh, we give Brad full credit for that title. Uh, we don't call it enduring uncertainty. We don't call it uh, forgetting about uncertainty. Uh, Brad, it is a great title that you've come up with. And and the concept, again, uh, as Penny has shared with us about her her parents and the fact that they are already engaged in the process of learning things in heaven. And uh, what a wonderful thought that is. Yeah, you know, if our joy and our contentment are based on us getting the answers to all the questions that we have, none of us will ever be happy. None of us will ever be joyful. Uh, And so it is, as Penny said, it's only when we embrace the fact that, that we can trust in God and we don't have to know everything that we can really experience all those blessings that God has for us. It's kind of, Brad, like someone once said, I thought I knew all the answers, then I realized I didn't know all the questions. That's, that's and exactly there's right. a lot of truth in that. And <laughs> yeah. Penny, you've, you've, yeah. you've brought us to, uh, to think about our own parents. I know as I think about my mother and my dad and uh, Kathy's parents, uh, you know, Kathy's dad was a wonderful storyteller. And five minutes after he mm-hmm. had told you the story, uh, he'd tell you the story again. And uh, again, that that is a function of that uh, short-term memory. Uh, but he had a right. marvelous long-term memory. My dad did as well. He had great stories that he could tell from World War II, from being in the Marines and the Black Sheep Squadron. Yeah. 
My mother uh, had wow. some great stories to tell, and, and uh, you know, those are wonderful things. And to think about our parents who are in heaven now, uh, some of us still have parents here on earth, and we're caring for them. And, Brad, that can be a real challenge, uh, caring for aging parents these days. Yeah, you know, I, uh, I've i lost both of my parents as well. And, uh, you know, thankfully, uh, my wife's parents are still alive. Uh, they're still uh, very healthy uh, at their age. And so, you know, we are very blessed to have them. I hope they're listening tonight. Uh, but, you know, I, I've seen this as well with, with my grandmother. You know, she as she lost her memory, uh, she was able to relive so many of the happy times uh, of her life. And mm-hmm. so even though she wasn't in the present, uh, you know, she was able to go back and see uh, a lot of those things and, and, and really uh, kind of in her own mind experience uh, those things. But it does make it difficult for the people who are trying to care uh, for them because mm-hmm. if, if they're not in the moment, then it's very difficult to get things done. And, and yeah. we ended up being caretakers for a long time, for uh, especially for my mother who uh, uh, had uh, liver disease and uh, yeah. was waiting on a transplant for several years uh, and, and just declined in health. So. And caring for aging parents, especially during the coronavirus, has been uh, so challenging. Uh, you know, sometimes uh, maybe they're in a facility, a long-term care facility, and and there's no contact there. Maybe they've been hospitalized or had illness, and uh, there's been a need for isolation. It's really added a a complex dimension to this whole area, added a layer of uncertainty on top of all the other uncertainties. Yeah, in an environment where, you know, we're still figuring out how to protect ourselves, uh, when your job is to protect someone who's even more vulnerable, uh, the, the level of stress uh, obviously is is got to be overwhelming, and that's why it's great that that we actually have someone who we can hand our burdens over to, uh, to to help us make it through those things. Penny, I'm so glad you called us tonight. Yeah. I'm going to ask Brad to lead us in prayer on your behalf, and uh, thank you for what you shared with us. Lord, I just thank you so much tonight for the uh, insight that Penny brought and uh, for just bringing out her personal experience and uh, and what she's learned through that. And Lord, for just the, the fact that you have blessed her, uh, Lord, that you've been able to, to give her uh, some of this wisdom. And Lord, the, I just pray that we all uh, can learn from that. Lord, that you would continue to be with her, that you would be with her family and with her loved ones. And Lord, uh, I would also pray for all of those who are struggling to, to take care of either with themselves and protect themselves during this time or to protect those that, that are in their care. And Lord, that you would just bless them, that you would give them the strength and, and the courage to continue in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Penny, so glad to hear from you tonight. Thanks for calling us. God bless. Thank you. Thank you both. The toll-free number, if you'd like to dial in, we have a line available at 855-586-LIFE. That's 855-586-5433. Brad, I want to read something that I have here in front of me. As we face uncertainty about what we should do in all of these things, what if the secret to dealing with uncertainty is not to become smarter or to know more or to have all those lingering questions answered. What if uncertainty, according to the Bible, is not a curse but a gift? What if the biblical answer is to embrace 
uncertainty. Do those uh, words ring a bell? That, that seems very familiar to me. <laughs> you, wrote, you wrote those words uh, basically for a webinar you're going to be doing for pastors about embracing uncertainty. That's going to be coming up in the summertime. We have a whole series of webinars we're going to be doing, and we'll be talking about those on the radio as well. But I'm thinking about pastoral work as a real area in which uncertainty has to be embraced. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, once again, I, I, I find it hard to even imagine what it's like now trying to be a pastor in a world where, you know, typically we're in a very high-touch type mm -hmm. of ministry situation, right? I mean, you know, we're, we're used to being able to go up and, and physically embrace people and, sure. and be able to go up and, uh, you know, have these, uh, the, just the ability to look at someone, see when they're hurting, uh, all of those things. And the isolation and being a shepherd over uh, people who are, are separated, who are dispersed, uh, just takes what's already one of the hardest jobs in the world yeah. uh, and makes it even harder. Take the time to pray for your pastor. Take the time to encourage your pastor. And take the time to give us a call with your question or comment, 855-586-LIFE. Isaiah 40 tells of the ministry of John the Baptist to clear the way for the coming of the Lord Jesus. In the 21st century, Path Clearer Ministries, established by Dr. Tom Dooley, is clearing the way for others to follow an effective ministry to glorify Christ. The focus is on fostering biblical leadership and partnering with ministries of like purpose to maximize global kingdom influence. To learn more, visit pathclearer.com. Medicare can be so confusing, and Tony King says, with Medicare, what you don't know will hurt you. Tony King has spent over 27 years as a leader in the Medicare field. Her book, Medicare Survival Guide, can guide you through the Medicare maze. You can learn more or find out about Tony's next Zoom conference at TonySays.com. That's T-O-N-I-S-A-Y-S dot com. I think fear is part of the situation today. Dr. Tom Schof of the Hope Speaks Clinic. A change in mood for the worse, meaning sad or low, often there's low self-esteem. It could be fatigue, change in energy, change in sleep pattern or sleep quality, change in appetite, potential change in concentration for the worse. To schedule a Zoom appointment with one of the Hope Speaks Christian professionals, you may call 972-669-1733. That's 972-669-1733. Are you someone who finds joy in helping others? If so, you might consider training to become a certified Christian life coach. The Master Life Coach Training Institute provides training that will equip you as a coach to use biblical principles to apply to personal, social, and relational issues. You can learn more about this 14-week training program that will move you toward life coach certification at masterlifecoach.org. That's masterlifecoach.org. Embracing uncertainty is the topic. And by the way, if you'd like to go back and listen to this program again or others, we have an archive available at masterlifecoach.org. In fact, Brad is the keeper of that archive. And uh, again, you can learn more about Christian life coaching as well as uh, some of the past programs, including this one at masterlifecoach.org. 
And you can call us if you like at 855-586-LIFE, 855-586-5433. Brad, you mentioned to me during the break that uh, the wisest man other than the Lord Jesus, Solomon, uh, experienced some uncertainty in his life, and you would think that he would have everything locked down and absolutely certain. Yeah, you know, uh, based on tradition, we believe that the book of Ecclesiastes was written by uh, Solomon, yeah. and we know that it said that, that God blessed him with wisdom, that that he was the wisest man uh, who had ever existed at the time that, that he was there. So uh, he, he wrote the book of Ecclesiastes, which uh, once again appears to be him writing at the kind of towards the end of his life about mm-hmm. a lot of the things that he had learned yeah. and really a lot of the mistakes right. that he made. And there were many. Uh, and so, you know, there's a. We were talking earlier about uh, the fact that the more you know, the more you realize that you don't know. And, and this was definitely a good description of Solomon. And in uh, Ecclesiastes chapter six, uh, there's a passage that that really rang loud for me. Uh, and and I go back to whenever I start thinking I'm smarter than I am. Uh, in in uh, hmm. starting with verse eight, he said. What advantage have the wise over fools? Hmm. What do the poor gain by knowing how to conduct themselves before others? The more the words, the less the meaning. Hmm. And how does that profit anyone? For who knows what is good for a person in life during the few and meaningless days they pass through like a shadow? Who can tell them what will happen under the sun after they are gone? And, And finally, at the end of the book, Basically, yes. Solomon comes down to a, a single conclusion that everything else in life is meaningless with the exception of, of one thing. Yeah. And t- talk about that statement that he makes in chapter 12. It, yeah, it, it basically comes down to uh, loving God. Yeah. Fearing God, trusting God, loving God, a personal relationship with God. And, Brad, that's one of the things I know you and I really want to make sure that people hear from us tonight how they can deal with the uncertainty element in their lives by making certain that they've placed their trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. Would you walk us through that? Yeah, absolutely. You know, the the greatest gift that God gave us, uh, and one of the things that we can know is that we can know that we can be forgiven for Mm. all the things that we've done wrong. We know that we can have eternal life. Uh, We know that we can't achieve that by ourselves. Right. Uh, you don't have to look at your life for very long to realize that we all fall short of God's glory, yeah. that, that when we compare ourselves to the perfect standard that he has, that we all fail. And so if we were left to our own devices, we would all get what we justly deserve, yeah. which is eternal death uh, and uh, in hell. So the penalty for sin is death, but there is good news Really, to uh, counter that bad news, because that's really bad news. Yeah, you know, Don, you always like to use a kind of a four-letter uh, acronym, SPPT. Yep. I do. Uh, we talk about sin. We talk about sin's penalty. Mm-hmm. And, but the, the so that's an S, a P, and then the second P is that sin's penalty is paid. Mm, yes. But for us to claim that payment, that free gift that God gives, it's based on our trust in Christ and in the work that he's done. And Brad, trusting is such a simple concept, and sometimes we really uh, muddy the waters of simplicity. 
But when you and I came into the studio tonight, we both sat down in a chair. We didn't uh, conduct an engineering investigation. We didn't check with the people here at First Baptist Church of Fate to make sure they bought these chairs at a dependable place. We said we know that we can trust these chairs, and we entrusted our bodies to these chairs. And in the same way, we're talking about entrusting your soul's eternal destiny to the Savior who died on the cross loved you so much that he gave his life in your place and rose again from the dead so that you would know for certain, not just hope, not just think, and again, hoping from a personal thing, but know for certain that you have eternal life. And uh, if you've not already done so, as Brad just so clearly put it, you need to place your trust in him. And you can express that in a prayer like this, Lord Jesus, I admit that I'm a sinner. I can't save myself. I'm turning from my sin and myself to you, placing my trust in the Savior who loved me and died and rose again from the dead. And friend, if you made that decision tonight, if you prayed that prayer, please give us a call. Let us know. Or if you have some uncertainty about it, Brad and I would love to talk with you about it. We can talk to you on the air. We can talk to you after the show. Again, the toll-free number is 855-586-LIFE. Glenda is listening tonight, and uh, I'm not sure where, but Glenda, I'm glad you've called us. Go ahead. Yes, uh, I'm calling from the city of Moorhead, Mississippi. Uh, I'm a former member of the First Baptist Church of Howland, Warren, Ohio. My pastor was the uh, Pastor Paul Leggy, a dynamite man, a man, a dynamite man of God. <laughs> and I am certified with the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association, living in Christ, okay? Amen. I'm gone through that series, but uh, I'm down here in Mississippi to... Uh, See that uh, President Governor the Honorable Tate Reed would bring Evan Brannigan Jr. and his wife, Lois Steen Holland Brannigan, out of Fort Wayne, Indiana, because she works for AT&T, and she's been messing with my phone services, and she's been uh, interfering in my six children's lives. Both of them called her husband raped me when I was a child working on the Neighborhood Youth Corps program, and he was my boss at my elementary school. And her brother is the mayor of this community, of which I've won against the first time he ran, okay? Well, Glenda, it sounds like you've had some challenges in your life, some uncertainty, some real difficulties that a lot of us can relate to. But it also sounds like you've allowed your faith in the Lord and your commitment to the gospel uh, to help you overcome those. And uh, we just want encourage you tonight uh, to keep looking to the Lord for answers, for wisdom. Brad, I think about James 1.5. We're in a situation that involves conflicts, that involves difficulties, that we can ask God for wisdom if we ask in faith. You know, you know it's one of those prayers that, that the Bible is very clear that if we ask for that, it will be delivered. You know, there are a lot of things that we ask that are conditional. And James teaches us a lot about that as well. Mm -hmm. That, yep. you know, if we ask amiss, that uh, we may not see the answer to our prayer that uh, that we uh, are looking for. But one of the things that God does promise us is wisdom. And, and by keeping in his word, uh, which is how he largely teaches us, uh, 
then we're able to uh, uh, kind of harness that wisdom that he gives us uh, to be able to make it through these these times. So. And Glenda, the, the COVID, uh, the coronavirus, all of that makes it even more uncertain. And I know you mentioned that when you talked with our call screener that uh, the coronavirus is an element of uncertainty. We want to pray for you and ask God to give you that wisdom that you need. Father, I pray for Glenda. She's there in Mississippi and dealing with some issues that she needs to deal with. I pray that you would grant to her the wisdom of the indwelling Spirit of God, that she may look to your word for answers, for clarity, uh, for direction in what to do. Uh, Lord, I thank you that she was listening tonight and that we were able to talk with her and to pray with her and to listen to her. And I pray, Father, your direction and blessing and encouragement as she seeks to deal with these matters. And I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Glenda, I'm so glad you called us tonight. We appreciate hearing from you. And friend, our toll-free number is 855-586-LIFE. Brad, we don't have a lot of time left, but uncertainty enters so many different areas of our lives today. Relationships, work, family, um, you know, talk about some of the areas and maybe some specifics on how we can deal with and embrace uncertainty. Well, you know, Don, I think it's important for us, uh, even as Christians, those of us who've already put our faith and who constantly rest our faith in the work that Jesus has done, to realize that it's not a blind faith. When we talk about this trust, the kind of trust that we have, this is something where our faith, our confidence in God continues to grow because of what He's done for us. Throughout Scripture, uh, in the Old Testament, God constantly refers people back to the fact that he brought that nation out of Egypt. Mm -hmm. And he said, look, look at everything that I did for you. You can trust that I'm going to take care of you tomorrow. Uh, Jesus said kind of the same thing, right? That you see how God clothes the beautiful flowers of the field. You see how he takes care of the birds. He takes care of everything in nature. Look at what's already happened. Look how he's already blessed you. He's already protected you as a Christian. That gives us increasing confidence, increasing faith. Uh, you know, once again, you know, Jesus talked about the, that if you had the faith of a mustard seed, oh, yes. that, that you could move mountains. And of course, that's a big, audacious picture. But once again, I, I was just thinking in the last couple of days, a, as a former farmer and rancher, you could plant uh, a small seed. And, and let's say you've probably had this happen even mm-hmm. in your lawns, right? Yeah, right. You, you get a plant that will actually have the power to push up through a concrete step and break yeah. it into pieces the, from the tiniest little sprout. Yeah. But that, that strength that it grows into, you, know, you can have a tree where the roots grow out and can destroy the rocks around it. And and that analogy, Brad, fits in so beautifully with a statement that Paul makes in Colossians 2. As you have received Christ Jesus, the Lord, so walk, be walking in him. And again, the element is by faith. We talked earlier about the gospel, trusting him with our eternal destiny. But we can also trust him with that day-by-day challenge uh, for tomorrow, the next day, next week, all of those different areas. So when we continually give thanks, 
when we show our gratitude, when we count our blessings, it makes it so much easier for us to do the things and, and to put our trust in Christ going forward in these uncertain times. Thank you, Brad Smithart, for sharing with us tonight about embracing uncertainty. Again, friend, we'd be delighted for you uh, to check out the archives and even check out the Life Coach training at masterlifecoach.org. Good night from Encouragement Live. Encouragement Live.